0: Today with Marilyn and Sarah. We are thrilled to get some time with you, and I have some encouraging news for you. Good news. Anybody like good news? I do. I love good news. Check this out. Eileen called us for prayer because her daughter, she wanted her daughter to marry a godly man. So after receiving prayer, Eileen called back and said, thank you so much. My daughter has met a good Christian man, and they're starting to date. Whew. That's kind of fun, right? I mean, that God answers prayer and you might have needs in your life. Maybe you have kids, your kids are dating somebody or maybe they're having marital struggles. Maybe you're having marital struggles and you want God to join, participate, help uh, in these relationships. Marriage is tricky and dating is tricky. We want to pray that God would help in these relationships and bring clarity and bring genuine love and repel insecurity and fear. So hop on the phone Get on the website, and we know that God answers prayer and partners. just want to give a shout-out to you. Thank you so much for helping us to cover the earth with the Word. We couldn't do what we do without you, so thank you for being such a steady, consistent blessing to us as well as our viewers as well. So, Mom, we have a cool, really cool guest yes, today. Yes, we do.
1: Who do we interview? Jane Hammond, mm. and she is awesome. And she gives you a lot of truth. But and she has a wonderful book on discernment. But she does it in such a happy, perky way, you know, even if you didn't like it, you'd say, Oh, I receive it. I love her. I think she's just the best. And you will want to watch and you will want to call friends and have them watch with you because, you know, I think some of these guests can leave an inspiration and a word of knowledge or word of wisdom to you that's very powerful. So, Please watch, please receive, and know that God is in charge of your life today in a special way.
2: Sarah Bowling, Living Genuine Love, is on a mission to connect everyone with the heart of God. With a passion for the Bible and the gift of teaching, Sarah brings a new perspective to articulate God's life-giving revelation to our modern moment. At Living Genuine Love, we're committed to seeing you walk in a vibrant relationship with God every day. Learn more about Sarah Bowling and her ministry, Living Genuine Love, by visiting sarabowling.org or call us at
0: 800-627-1995. We are so glad that you're watching today with Marilyn and Sarah. I just encourage you, put your remote control down or maybe DVR this, that would be super helpful. But I wanna to introduce to you our cool friend, Jane Hammond. Thank you so much. Thank, Thank you, Thank you so much for having me here with, with you today. We're stoked that you're here and not everybody's familiar with you. So can you give us like a little bio and then we'll jump into our cool interview. Absolutely,
3: my husband and Tom and I have been married for 40 years now. We've been pastoring a church in Florida called Vision Church at Christian International for the last 35 years. And we've been so blessed to work with my father-in-law, Dr. Bill Hammond, who's considered to be the father of the modern prophetic movement. And uh, we teach, train, activate people in hearing the voice of God because we believe one word from God can change everything. So Mm -hmm. that's really our heart and our passion.
0: Mm -hmm. So you married this dude. Yes, I right? did. Who is like an <laughs> offspring of a famous Christian leader. Yes. I understand how that plays right. out. Yes, we we, oh. we we relate, don't we? I kind of get that. <laughs> but So oh. do you have to be married to one of these people to hear God's voice? <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean, that's a rhetorical question. Right. But right. some people might think that, oh, right. well, that's Jane. She has a special, you know, mm-hmm. little inroad with right. this. What right. would you say to an average person who has no special inroads? Right.
3: Well, one of the things that helped me to grow in my prophetic gifting was that my father in law, like probably like your mother, always put a demand on what he knew was inside of me. Hmm. So he would say, come on, you can do this. And I know what's inside, kind of like Paul saying to Timothy, stir up the gift of God that's in you. I know it's there because I put it there when I prophesied to you, you know? And so he always put a demand on me to rise up and and to hear the voice of God and to do what he knew I was equipped and activated to do. And so... You don't have to be married to somebody. You just have to be in a place where either somebody else is putting a demand on it, or you learn to put a demand on the Holy Spirit that indwells us, Mm -hmm. lives with us. I mean, think about this. The Holy Spirit of God lives inside of us, and a lot of times we just ignore him. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And really what God is saying is pay attention to the Holy Spirit that's inside of you. Put a demand on that gift. Mm -hmm. Put a demand on the ability that Jesus said he's given to us to actually hear the voice of God. My mm-hmm. sheep hear my voice. This is exactly what he expects
0: from us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You might be watching right now and, and you've struggled to hear God's voice. We'd love to pray for you. Um, hop on the phone, get on the website also. I'd encourage you grab your copy of Discernment. Really, really helpful, helpful book. It says, The Essential Guide to Hearing the Voice of God. Hmm. We all need help with this. I don't care how much you've done this Jesus stuff or how little you've done it. We all need help with hearing God's voice. So hop on the phone, get on the website, grab your copy as well. And, you know, Jane, let me ask this question too. So it's your father-in-law who like kind of pushed the demand. What did that look like before you got married? Well, I didn't get saved till I was 14.
3: I got filled with the Holy Spirit when I was 16. And my, about within the first month of getting filled with the Holy Spirit, I was praying in my room one afternoon and I heard the audible voice of God. Now, this actually really shocked me because I was still in a church that did not believe that God was still speaking today. Um, And then what further shocked me is what he said to me, because what he said to me when I was 16 years old is he said, the plans that you've made for your life are not the plans I've made for your life. I already had a f- plan for college and full-ride full scholarship and roommates picked out and everything. And the Lord said, that's not my plan for your life. Instead of going to that college, you're going to go to Bible college. And when you get there, you're going to meet a man. And the two of you are going to get married young. And I'm going to send you to the nations of the earth. And sometimes he'll mm-hmm. preach and sometimes you'll preach because I'll make you a team in ministry.
0: You're 16 I was this? 16 years old no way.
3: when God spoke this to me. And I, I didn't come from a church background. I mean, I wasn't raised in church. I didn't come from any kind of a paradigm that, that I could relate to this at all. And so I said to the Lord, I said, can you show me somebody that's doing now what I'll be doing then? And the Lord said, there's nobody doing now what you'll be doing then because I'll be doing a new thing.
1: Oh, sweet. This was back in probably 1978. Wow. Uh, And of
3: course, we've seen God do a new thing. I went off to Bible college the next year, met my husband my first night on campus, um, Two years later, we were married and were thrust into the ministry. We just celebrated our 40th year. And since that time, we have traveled to over 65 nations. And sometimes he preaches, sometimes I preach. But I'll tell you, it wasn't a popular thing back then to say, God spoke to me. People kind of looked at you like you were a little bit crazy. Um, Especially, I went to my denominational pastor, and I was so excited that God said, you know, what he said to me. And when I related it to my pastor, he, he patted me on the shoulder and he said, girly, and he called me girly. He said, girly, he said, that wasn't the voice of the oh. Lord because women don't preach. and then they actually asked me to leave the church. So, (laughs) So, but that's okay, God released me and a couple weeks later I had my first prophetic word from somebody else, um, a gentleman that prophesied to me and he didn't know me, he'd never seen me before. He called me out of a crowd and he said, the Lord just told me to tell you, you'll preach the word and signs will follow. So God confirmed his word to me when I was 16 years old Mm -hmm. and it basically set me on a course to have a passion, not just for me to hear the voice of God, but for every single person to be able to hear the voice of the Lord, because it did change my Mm -hmm. life. Mm
0: -hmm. And it'll always change somebody's Mm -hmm. life. And you know, something, some of you watching your kids, your grandkids, you want them to hear God's voice. Mm -hmm. And we want to pray for your kids, Mm -hmm. your grandkids to hear God's voice. I know that's super, super in my crosshairs for my kids, Man, I wanna know God's voice. Anything I wanted to know, I don't care about the Pythagorean theorem, whatever. I mean, that's all nice and helpful, but God's voice, ground zero. Hop on the phone, get on the website. We wanna pray for your kids, your grandkids to hear, recognize God's voice. And of course, grab your copy of Discernment. Really, really helpful, helpful book for you on this. So when you're 16 and you have this experience with God, what did your parents say? Well, my parents um, didn't
3: have any clue what was going on in my head. <laughs> they thought it was just a phase that I was going through. Mm. Um, but I think they saw the fruit in my life over time. And both my parents are believers today and uh, very supportive of what I'm I'm doing for the Lord. And so it's been an amazing journey to watch God's hand mm. in my whole family. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah. He does.
1: He makes it. Cool. Yeah. Because I had relatives who thought I was pretty crazy until they heard me on radio and they said, well, you're not bad. Yeah.
3: (laughs) I still get invited to come places that, um, that when I get there, they'll say, you know what, um, we invited you, but you know, we don't actually really believe in women preachers. So if you don't mind, could you just share? And I always say, I can share. Sounds a lot like my preaching, but I can share. (laughs) If it makes you feel better to call it sharing, yeah, I can do that.
0: (laughs) One of the things you talk about in here is um, an Issachar anointing. Mm -hmm. And some people are not familiar with that. What, What does that mean when you talk about an Issachar anointing? So I wrote this book because I found that there's so many people that actually God has been
3: stirring up a prophetic capacity inside of them to hear the voice of the Lord and to discern what's taking place. And so I basically have broken this into five different categories of discernment. One is discerning the times. Mm. That is discerning the times that we're living in right now. That is what the, the, Issa, the tribe of Issachar, it says in uh, Second Chronicles twelve thirty two. it says that they had an understanding of the times and they knew what to do. Hmm. So it's very important that we understand the times that we're living in, but we also need to understand the wisdom and the strategy for responding to the times that we're living in. And I think that if ever this was true in history, it's today. We've got to understand what God is saying in the time that we are in right now Mm -hmm. and how we are to respond to what God is saying, what he's identifying as the time of the Lord. The other four areas, of course, are discerning the spirit of God. We've got to discern how does the spirit of God flow? What is the mood of the Holy Spirit? There's times that God's mood is to heal. There's times that God's mood is to comfort. There's times that God's mood is to convict. There's times that God's mood is to stir his people to engage in spiritual warfare. What is, what is the, the spirit of God? See, when I was five years old, Um, And and not really in a a family that really knew the Lord. I I was praying on my knees one day and the spirit of the Lord came down into my room, wrapped himself around me and let me know he was real. And that began my journey in seeking his face.
1: Isn't this wonderful? I know you're huffing and puffing for more, and that's very important. But before you forget to order the book because you get so caught up in what, the wonderful teaching and explanation, I want you to call and get two or three books because people, you give them a candy, you know, that's not good. It makes them fat. You give them flowers. They will give them Jane Hammond's book, Discernment. You, you will never be sorry. They will thank you for giving them this book. So keep that in mind and know we're gonna be right back.
4: You can hold the strategic advantage in every spiritual battle. For your gift of $39 or more, we will send you Discernment, the essential guide to hearing the voice of God by Jane Hammond. We are living in such critical times that it is imperative for every believer to discern the guiding voice of the Holy Spirit. Through this powerful book, you will learn to discern the presence of God, discern angels and demons, discern how to pray more effectively, and more. We will also send you Sarah's In Step with the Holy Spirit book and Marilyn's Hearing God's Voice teaching CD. For your gift of $80 or more, we will send you the Spirit-filled Bible. This Bible will equip you to exercise the gifts of the Spirit, lay hold of God's authority, and identify the power of the hidden schemes of darkness. Learn to operate in greater spiritual authority and walk in wisdom. Call or click today for this valuable resource. I
1: don't have a safe place to sleep at. I am scared. I don't have enough nutrition. I might starve. I live where there are little resources.
2: I don't have a safe place to deliver my baby. We live in a war zone. And then, Saving Moses.
1: Saving Moses gives me a safe place to sleep at night. Saving Moses gave me the therapeutic milk I need to thrive.
2: Saving Moses provided someone to help me deliver my baby safely.
1: Welcome back to Today with Marilyn and Sarah. And of course, we have a wonderful guest, Jane Haven, on discernment. Now, some of you may be thinking, what is discernment? I'm not even sure what that is. So Jane, you know, I think People can think I have discernment and not really have it. Mm-hmm. So share with us how you share that in your book because you don't want to do stupid things and say something that people say later, oh, she's she's not with it. She's out of it. So share with us. Well, one of the things that I had to learn in
3: my early days of operating in this gift, and this is a gift That is from the Holy Spirit. It's actually one of the nine gifts of the Holy Spirit that the Bible talks about. And it it is the discerning of spirits. And so it is discerning the devil. It is also discerning the spirit of God. But I think that a lot of times where most people miss it is that they mistake discernment. uh, They they mistake uh, their their maybe perhaps a, a suspicious nature with discernment. They think, well, I'm suspicious about this, so that must be discernment. Mm. And so I cover in this book a great deal what happens when you discern um, something that is perhaps operating in a person or operating in a situation. Um, One of my greatest challenges when I first started discerning was not becoming judgmental or critical about people or circumstances, but understanding that the gift is given to edify the body. The the word of God says that gifts are given to edify the body of Christ. That means to build them up, not tear them down. And so it's not an excuse to walk around critical. It's not an excuse to walk around suspicious. It's not an excuse to walk around judgmental of others, but it literally is an awareness, a spiritual intelligence, a spiritual awareness that God gives to us to be able to discern what's God, what's not God, or even I talk in the book about what's God, or perhaps comparing what's God to what's, what's good. So not everything that's good is God. And so we have to have the ability to actually really be able to discern the voice of God, God's plan, God's purpose, and God's way. My father-in-law gives three, three uh, W's. He says the word, the will, and the way. If you feel like you're discerning something or hearing something prophetically, is it agree- in a complete agreement with the word of God? I mean the written biblical word of God. If it's not, you're not hearing God. (laughs) Number two, the will. Is this God's will for your life? And this is where we have to bring in the multitude of counselors. We have to bring in wisdom. We have to be able to discern, is this actually God's will for our life or just something good that we maybe can go do? And number three is, is it the way of God? In other words, the way is the timing, it's the money that's involved. It's the people that are involved. And that's a lot of times where people miss it. They know it's in God's word. They know it's God's will, but they get impatient in the timing, like mm-hmm. Abraham. He got impatient in the right. timing, and he produced an Ishmael. And I know that your listeners and your, uh, that are out there right now, you don't want to produce any Ishmaels. And so we want to be sure that, uh, that we're bathing whatever revelation we receive with the wisdom of God as well.
1: Mm-hmm. So that takes lots of prayer. And you say, she talks fast. I didn't get it all. That's why you need to get the book. And, you know, you don't have to listen fast when you read the book. You can underline it. You can put question marks. That's what I do. And I think I want to really get what God wants to say to me and write on my heart. Don't you agree? I agree. And also you talked earlier on about those
0: discerning the spirit of God, discerning the times. You said there were a couple others. What were those other three that you're talking about? Well, I think that we have to understand there's discerning the angelic. Hmm.
3: There is a completely unseen realm that's all around us that is filled with angels. We really see glimpses of this in different places in scripture, but I think one of the best places is when Elijah, Elisha and his servant are surrounded by their enemy yeah. at night and the servant looks out the window and says, oh my gosh, we're surrounded by the enemy. And Elisha looks out the window and goes, yeah, don't worry, there's more that are with us than that are with was, them. Yeah. And the servant's like, what in the world is he talking <laughs> about? And Elisha prays for him and he says, Lord, I pray, open his eyes so that he may see. And then it says that as he looked out the window this time, he saw, yes, it was true, they were surrounded by the enemy. But there was a higher truth that surrounding their enemy were the angels and the armies of God. And I think sometimes we need to be sensitized to the fact that there are angels that are working for us. It says Mm -hmm. that they're ministering spirits sent to assist those who are to inherit salvation. Now, we don't worship angels, we don't pray to angels, no. we don't get into any of that crazy stuff, and I, and I really lay those rules down in, in my book because there's a lot of foolishness that's going on about angels, but I think that we need to be understanding that this is one of the ways that God is interacting with humanity. The fourth area is the demonic, and a lot of times that's where we will discern demonic things that are in operation, um, b- bringing deliverance, bringing freedom bringing hope to people, uh, breaking, b- being able to break the strongholds of the enemy off of people that they may be actually dealing with and how to discern that properly and how to deal with the devil properly. Mm. Um, and then the fifth area is the area where you discern a human spirit. And that's what happens when you discern something that's operating in people. Now, Paul said, beware of false brethren. So I think that Paul even was saying, you know, there are some people that are just sent in to cause mm-hmm. trouble in a local church, they're, they're, they're on assignment to do nothing but stir up trouble, okay? Mm-hmm. But what I have found is that what God really wants us to do is to discern this and be able to more effectively be able to bring people into a place of freedom. Mm-hmm. Because they may come in one way, but I hope they go out another way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. I hope they, if they come in on assignment for the enemy, I hope we can get them set free, healed, delivered, and send them out on a mission for
0: God. Mm-hmm. And, and that transformation, because i think all of us are in 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 a journey of transformation Absolutely. that i'm not the same i was yesterday i'm not going to be the same tomorrow as i am right. today that we're we're growing we're changing and i like what paul says till christ be formed in you yes i think that's so important i just want to encourage you if you feel like you're kind of stuck on your journey you're on high center you're not moving forward it seems like you're maybe you feel like you've even gone back regressed in some areas you're like ugh i struggled with this 5 years ago i don't want to go back to that and if you're just stuck or you're having a hard time getting forward, hop on the phone, get on the website. We want to pray for you that Holy Spirit would unstick you and help you keep walking and walking with Holy Spirit. So, Jane, when, when we finish here, I just want to ask this question. If I want to hear God's voice um, and I want to discern God's voice, what does that look like in just my normal daily existence? Do so I have to have, like, great music, you know, this, like, ooh, What does that look like when I'm grocery shopping, right? Or when I'm waiting in line to collect my kids or whatever? Well, I think that any time we
3: stop to listen for the voice of God, God always will speak when we learn to tune in to what he's saying.
1: Say it again. Yes. That's very important. God will always
3: speak. God is always speaking. The question is not, is God speaking? The question is, are we listening?" listening? Yeah. And so we've got to take time to actually listen. He may be speaking to you in a dream or in a vision, which is just God speaking to you in a picture form, or it could be God just stirring some, you know, a, 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 a desire inside of you, or he may give you a picture of somebody that you haven't thought about for a while, that's a vision. Pray for that person. God may give you a prophetic word for that person. I remember I was standing in a grocery store line one time and the Lord gave me a prophecy for the person behind me. And I thought, oh my goodness, what are, what am I going to do with this? And so I just struck up a conversation and I said, you know, while I was standing in line, and I, you know, I just want to say, please don't be weird, okay? <laughs> you yeah. don't have to be weird Spooky. with this stuff, okay? Yeah. But this is how I approached it when the Lord gave me a word for somebody in line, I said, You know, while I was standing in line here, I just began to pray for you. And I just felt like God wanted you to know this, this, and this. Just really, really quick. You don't want to like give them a long, Yay, right. thus saith the Lord, okay? Or put your hand on their forehead or do anything crazy like them. that or shake them or anything like that. Just say, I just felt like God wanted you to know this. And this woman, tears started ro- rolling down her eyes and she leaned forward to me and she said, Who are you? <laughs> I said, I'm just a believer. I believe God's speaking today. And he just wanted to encourage you. And she said, you know what? I'm a believer too. But my husband and I were talking this morning and we wondered, does God even hear us when we pray?
0: Wow. And I said, I believe that God answered that mm, to you today. Sweet. Wow. Sweet, sweet. I love that. That's so encouraging. And You know, I just encourage you today that God is speaking and God wants us to hear. God wants us to listen. So hop on the phone, get on the website. We'd love to pray for you that you would hear God's voice. You would recognize God's voice. That your heart would be calibrated to tune in and and really discern God's voice. Hop on the phone, get on the website, and grab your copy of Discernment. Now in this book, at the very end of every chapter, there's an activation part. And that is super, super helpful because it's not just good to read something, was good to do it. So this has activation at at the end of every single chapter to help you not only grow in your learning, but also grow in your doing. Grab your copy today.
4: You can hold the strategic advantage in every spiritual battle. For your gift of $39 or more, we will send you Discernment, The Essential Guide to Hearing the Voice of God by Jane Hammond. We are living in such critical times that it is imperative for every believer to discern the guiding voice of the Holy Spirit. Through this powerful book, you will learn to discern the presence of God, discern angels and demons, discern how to pray more effectively, and more. We will also send you Sarah's In Step with the Holy Spirit book and Marilyn's Hearing God's Voice teaching CD. For your gift of $80 or more, we will send you the Spirit-filled Bible This Bible will equip you to exercise the gifts of the Spirit, lay hold of God's authority, and identify the power of the hidden schemes of darkness. Learn to operate in greater spiritual authority and walk in wisdom. Call or click today for this valuable resource.
0: We are so, so glad that you've joined this program, joined this interview. Jane, would you pray for our viewers to really discern God's voice? Absolutely. Father, I thank you that you
3: sent your son Jesus so that we could have personal relationship with you. And when Jesus went back to heaven, he gave us the holy spirit to indwell each and every one of us. Lord, I'm so thankful, Father, that you've given us the ability to hear your voice. That you've given us an ability to receive words from heaven, thoughts from your throne, words of encouragement, Father, both for our hearts as well as to share with others that are around about us. And I pray right now, Father God, for every single listener. I, I, I speak right now to a, a young lady that's watching right now, and you've actually had a, an issue because you, you feel like you hear a lot of voices. You're, you're, you're torn with confusion. You're torn with a lot of different influences in your life. And right now, the Lord is just cutting through every bit of that confusion, and he's bringing clarity into your heart, clarity into your mind, and you're going to begin to hear the voice of God with a greater ability. Many of the listeners out here have actually been receiving words from the Lord in your dreams. And so, Father, I thank you right now, Lord, that you're bringing to remembrance those that are dreaming dreams, Father, to hear your voice, because, Lord, we believe that when you speak, think Things begin to change, things begin to happen, and our world is transformed. We bless each and every one.
1: Open their ears, open their eyes in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. May this be the best day of your life. I say this every morning with coffee. You may not have coffee, but you can say it. Today is the best day of my life. Jesus lives big in me today. Believe me, it works.